What's up, everybody? Good afternoon. My name is Stuart Brisgal. This is David Solomon. We are the Rant Network. You know, when, when politics run insane and presidents don't know their name and speakers of the House who are third in line like to tell the person second in line, I don't think you're ready. We got a problem. Thank you, guys. We are the Rant Network. As I said, this is unfiltered conversation, a wide range of topics. This podcast is dedicated on a platform to give opinions, thoughts, and express ideas from a variety of perspectives. Join us in this pop culture and political and so much more rant. David, you know, I am looking at politics and news today, and I'm absolutely blown away with the lack of not only civility, but respect that's going on within the Democratic Party. You know, the, the president of the United States thinks he's been somewhere where he wasn't, claims he said things that he hasn't, plagiarizes things that he obviously hasn't written, and now, and now is being blamed for showing up at the World Trade Center on September 11th, days after the towers came down. Now, dementia and other mental illnesses, unfortunately, plague the old more than the young. Because it does affect young people today, too. But when you have a sitting president, the most powerful man in the world or person in the world, and they don't know where they've been, that's utterly frightening. And, you know, when you see his son being indicted, do, do you really think he remembers what he did? Wow. David. You know, uh, Stuart, you know what? Uh, let, let's, go, let's, let's, let's go back to the beginning here. Ladies and gentlemen, 2024 is all over. The election 2024 is 14 months away. It's actually less. <laughs> uh, and... The Democratic Party, you know, they it's rare that you're going to find in, in, in recent times. I haven't even heard this in recent times that a sitting president is going to be replaced after one term. Um, we've only if you think about it in the last number of years, look, you had Jimmy Carter, one term president, George Bush, one term president, Donald Trump, one term president. They're almost always two terms. It's been a few exceptions for a variety of reasons, assassinations, this, that. But at the end of the day, you don't see often in the. In the, since the 20th century, a president doesn't want to go more than one term. But alas, President Biden's age, possibly his physical stature, is part of the problem. The Democratic Party is looking at a guy who's, you know, Stuart talked about dementia and touch and go, call it whatever you want. But the lies that he is spewing, and the most recent one is that he stood up and he said he taught political theory at the University of Pennsylvania. Now, he got an honorary professorship there, but he never taught there, apparently. But he's telling people that. And Stewart's right. He claimed, you know, he was present after 9-11. He's claimed a lot of things. Now, I'm not here to berate the media for not fact-checking him properly, which I should be berating you like crazy, considering what you did to Donald Trump for four years, you know. But apparently, the president of the United States is talking about his pretend life. Not only that, but when he was in Hawaii, if you remember what he told everybody there, I know how you feel. 
because my pretend kitchen and pretend Corvette and pretend all this, you know, all these things he pretended to do. But he can relate <laughs> because they want to give him the Uncle Joe impression. Bidenomics. He's talked about Bidenomics, how great Bidenomics was, and it's not working. And then he falls, and there's the physical, and there's other things. But the biggest thing that's scaring the Democratic Party, Stuart, are the polls. That in the most recent poll, every Republican candidate, including the indicted Donald Trump, will beat him in a general election. Now, I know polls are BS. It's early. Anybody could say whatever they want. But that's scaring the living crap out of the Democratic Party. And now, the New York Times, the oath that the Democratic Party could do no wrong, New York Times is actually in one of their op-eds has expressed it's time to change Biden. Now, here's the scary part. With whom? <laughs> you know, uh, Kamala Harris? Oh, well, God. you know, Kamala Harris had another interview. And I think the word they used was word salad. I love that word, that expression, the word salad. The, whatever she, the way she talks in an interview, and a lot of it is off the cuff and it's not pre-scripted and whatever, it, it doesn't mean anything. She's a scary candidate. And, you know, you can thank Nikki Haley since day one who said, Stuart, this election isn't about Joe Biden. It's about President Kamala Harris because Joe Biden will not finish his second term. And it woke up the Democratic Party. It actually woke up the liberal media to go, uh, what do we do here? And that's why you got your Gavin Newsom's who are still pretending that he's not campaigning. Please notice I said pretending he's not campaigning. He is campaigning. He is campaigning. And there are rumors floating around that they're trying to bring Michelle Obama in. There are rumors. Stuart, the Democratic Party, for the first time in my recollection, is in chaos. Well, the Democratic Party has been in chaos for many, many, many years. They embraced this progressive movement no different than the Republicans embraced the Tea Party movement. And the polarizing ends of either party, uh, on one side, the Tea Party kind of got you know, ingested into the Republican machine that went a little bit more to the left than it was ever before. And the Democratic Party, instead of coming a little to the right as a Clinton second term, they went more to the left. Because the polar magnets on either side, one is pushing, one is pulling. The, the fact of the matter is this president, you know, who served this country for 45 years, literally has been a liar and on the wrong side of every single vote in his constituent history. From plagiarizing a speech in 1988, going all the way back to when he got into office. He was a champion of what? No one can recall what a man that's been 45 years in politics and done. You know, if you mention the word Kennedy, right, where the Kennedy family was 40, 50 years in politics, you know what they did. They championed everything. Okay. Do you say that about the Biden? No. Do you say that about the Biden family? No. Is the Biden son as smart as the Bush's son? No. You know, is the Clintons, you know, I mean, you're, the Bidens are literally the, the cesspool 
of what everyone used to call the swamp. He is the definition. And, you know, I don't want to use a Trump-esque term, but the Biden family clearly called everyone a crook and a criminal when now they're coming home to roost to find out they're the crooks and criminals. It's the greatest illusion of all time. You know, magicians like David Copperfield or Harry Houdini would mystify an entire audience, no matter how big it was, that something can disappear, someone can get out in ways that were impossible. Well, the Bidens are the modern magicians. David, I don't know. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I think that's brilliant. Stuart, I, I got to tell you, really, what's, what's, what's amazing is we're only a short couple of months away from the first Democratic primaries. Republican, too. But let's put that aside for a second. The Democrats are going to the primaries. Now, you've got already in place, if we should recall, right? You have a couple of candidates. You got Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who I would not support from hell or high water, considering his anti-Semitic stance and other things. You have Marianne Wilson, by the way, and by the way, and, he, and Robert F. Kennedy, despite his anti-vaccine and anti-this and anti-that, with his anti-Semitism and a lot of his other policies, he'd fit perfectly for the Democratic Party. Marianne Williamson is getting no love whatsoever. She's like dead, dead last in this whole thing. So these two who've already challenged dear Joe Biden, uh, call it what you will, the, the media has gone dark, especially on Kennedy. Uh, Williamson is a non, non-starter. But who are they loving? Well, you got your Gavin Newsom. You got uh, rumors that Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer and possibly our friend Pete Buttigieg wants in on this. And these candidates, actually, these three that I just not said, you know, Newsom, Whitmer, and Buttigieg, they've got street cred. They've been in the media. The media loves these three for a variety of reasons. And, you know, now the question would become, should they be able to replace Biden without creating anarchy? I don't know. I'm curious because you don't, you know, it's it's not common to oppose a sitting president like Williamson, like Kennedy Jr. But these three other candidates, could you imagine they're going to be pulled in with their and say, OK, we're getting rid of Joe. You're in. And that would be the Democratic Party. That's what's what this is what I find fascinating. Biden doesn't want to doesn't want. Well, of course, he won't go to any. He doesn't believe that he is. He should be you know opposed. He will, you know, he doesn't want to go to any debate. God help him. They don't want to put him in debate. The Democratic Party is hoping for COVID to come back so that he could sit in his basement. But I'm like, the Democratic Party is going to coronate somebody. Who cares about the Democratic process? Just like they do with Hillary. You know, just, you know, and God knows like this, this is going to be fascinating television. But I'm waiting, Stuart, I've mentioned the liberal media. I'm waiting for the damn liberal media to wake the heck up that the Democratic Party is a mess. And they're petrified they're going to lose the election. They're really petrified. You know, listen, there was supposed to be a red wave. It turned it out to be non-existent. Mm -hmm. You know, we thought that they were going to arrest Hillary Clinton. And they didn't. 
So where are we going uh, now? Where are we going? You know, I would love to be the overconfident, non-Biden voter, right? But I got to be honest with you. We have a, a former president who is, I believe, wrongfully indicted, right? But again, it's a jury of peers. And the way they set it up, he doesn't have a jury of peers in Atlanta. So, Fulton County specifically. I don't know what this outcome is going to be. I got to tell you, if I was Vegas and giving odds, <laughs> I'd pick, I, I would pick on Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch for president and vice president any day of the week. In fact, you know what, guys? I'm going to vote for Sesame Street. I really, I'm no. being serious. Or, or, or Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog. Because I no. can't picture... No. Out of, out of all these people, what's going to happen? I mean, Vegas has got to be turned on its head. I got to tell you, the best has got to be that the, the, the best comparison I've heard was that the Biden-Trump a Biden election, speaking of Sesame Street and the Muppets, would be more like Statler and Waldorf, the two old judge, the two old guys who are sitting in the in the booth because that's how much they're going to whine. That's what this is going to be. Folks, we're in – you know what? I, I we talked about this in the previous rant. Neither I don't see Trump or Biden bringing leadership in here, especially Joe Biden. His lies, his mishandling of foreign affairs, his mishandling of the economy, his mishandling of a lot of things, and they keep talking. Karine Jean Pierre won't answer the real questions. It just shows you that there, the faith behind Joe Biden is dissipating fast. David. Any last words before I wrap this up for this great Friday? Wishing everyone. Uh, if they are celebrating the Jewish New Year, Happy New Year. If you're celebrating, it's TGIF. Cinco de Mayo to you, my friend, and have one for all of us. And if you're just going to okay. <laughs> go with that. Yeah. Nice job. Wishing, wishing everyone, if you whether you celebrate or not, a happy Jewish New Year. Wishing you the best. A happy New Year. Sweet, and healthy, and happy one. On that note, that's all for today's episode, guys. Thanks for tuning and listening. We hope you've enjoyed this you know, valuable conversation. We appreciate your support. Hope you'll join us next time for another thought-provoking conversation every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media. Check out our website. Catch all of our podcasts on all the verticals, whether it's Amazon, Apple, streaming everywhere, Spotify. We're out there. Guys, on that note, I'm going to say one more expression. Happy Friday.